This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi, welcome back um, to the Millwall podcast. Uh, if it's the first time listening, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we are recording um, on the Wednesday. This will be going to you Thursday. And hopefully by the time you get this within a few hours, um, we would have signed a new player from Belgium if um, a certain French journalist, Dutch journalist as such is, um, or Belgian journalist is, uh, if he's true in what he's saying, we'd potentially sign someone on a free year and, and a year extension, allegedly. Again, it's all allegedly. It's, uh, it's journo talk at the minute, but I think he's in the know. But anyway, without further ado, let's welcome my partner in crime for a evening. It is the one and only Joe Zamber. How you doing, fella? I'm good, thank you, Mickey. I'm good to be on. It's been a while since I've been on. I think the last time I come on done that show with you, I think it must be the end of last last season. But um, I can see why why you chose me to come on here because um, obviously you need me to appeal to the younger audience. You know, you got your, uh, your different categories. You've got your older generation that you appeal to. All the kids that look up to me that are fitting with all the, all the cool kids, you see. So it, it works, doesn't it? Um, Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, just, uh, listen, listen. Hey, um, yeah, no. You've been dying to do that, haven't you? You've been dying to do that. You're saying no, gentlemen. Nicky's got a new box of, box of tricks here. So he's like a pig in shit with, with, these, with these new gadgets he's got. So I'm sure we'll be seeing lots of this uh, this season coming up. No, that's it. That's it. So um, yeah, what we're going to be doing? What we're going to be doing this evening? Then we're going to talk about the uh, game of Sutton. Um, we'll touch briefly on obviously the behind closed door game before the Sutton game um, at uh, Calmon Road, um, which again was a, a big scoring game. Um, and then we'll also um, talk about. The potential new signing, what's being rumoured around this evening, and um, and then also we'll talk about um, the away tickets. That will probably be my rant at the end. So um, stick around for that, and uh, and we we'll get on to that. Yeah, but I suppose um, without further ado, we we'll be right back then after this. That's rock and roll. So then, Joe, we were both at the game yesterday. Um, you proper out of me on Twitter to a degree. I, I did buy a cheap ticket in the uh, in the stands, and then um, <laughs> the second half I come and sat next to you, your boy, um, and TT. You caught you caught him up there, who saved me saved me a seat next to her. Thank you very much for that, um, Mrs. TT. I don't know your first name, sorry. And uh, and Zach was there as well. Um, so yeah, that was a it was a it was a good. Um, I think it was a good run out for Millwall. I mean. If you'd have took after the Brentford game as such, and then all the for horror and all that, I mean, I, 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 it wasn't necessarily the issue of in the end there was loads of players. It wasn't there. It was more the fact that you know if I'd have just told people because I was why I drove, you know, it weren't too bad for me. But a lot of people got trains and everything else, and it was a you know a bit of a mission there. And possibly um, to be fair, those who did go, you you watched a. Uh, a good game and it's very exciting coming on for next season because obviously um 
Kevin Nesbitt scored um, a hat trick, and and all different goals. You know, a um, a goalkeeper mistake for the first one, I'd probably say, a cracking penalty take, and then um, a cracking free kick as well. Yeah, I mean the the, the first one. I'll be honest with you, I didn't quite catch the uh, the shot. It happened a bit too quick. I saw the uh, the the net sort of like ripple when he went when it passed the keeper. But when looking back at the uh, the replay of it, it was actually a bit of good work involved there. So um, SA was sort of playing in this sort of like the Fleming role, like number number ten behind. It looked like it was behind Nesbit and uh, and Watmore. And if you watch it, he created yeah. something. He plays this ball to uh, Nesbit. Nesbit sort of lets the ball roll across his body with his back to goal, wrong foot in the, the defender, and kind of hits a shot first time, doesn't he, under the keeper's arm. So a bit lucky, like you say, could have um, um, could have saved it, but nonetheless, it was a, a decent finish and, and put us 1-0 up, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And, and and I think that was what we needed. And obviously, in the second half, we got the penalty. Um, and then, obviously, yes, the free kick, out, which obviously... Yeah, um, yeah. And that basically gave us the was it SA? Yeah, so SA, yeah, if you remember, I think um I'm not sure if someone put SA through, he's running through the box, he's in the box, and they, they brought him down as he's going through on goal. So he yeah, yeah, he yeah. won the penalty. So you think about SA's contribution yesterday, okay, he didn't score, didn't really get you know a, a lot of uh, chances to shoot it, but he, he got an assist and he got the penalty, he won the penalty. So you could argue he did he did all right, he, he sort of helped create two goals for us. Didn't I he? think he's a I think he's he's dangerous, and I think the more we play him, the more he gets his confidence. Um, I, do you think I, he's built for the championship, Mickey? You know, do you think he's built? Do you think he's strong enough for the championship? I noticed yesterday he kind of got pushed off the ball a few times, and I don't. I, I think he could probably do with a couple of good, a good hearty meals and get himself bulked up a bit. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. he needs to bulk himself up a bit, but a bit stronger. I suppose realistically, sort of the position what he plays in, they're more built for speed than. Yeah, you know, sort of bashing yeah. players off the ball. So I mean, you've got to sort of balance it out. Plus, he's only a young kid; he might not, have, you know, fully developed into yeah. his size as such. Uh, you it's know, just uh, turned uh, It's one of those. But I do think, yeah, I think he's definitely, and you can see he's young when he's spoken before at, at the end of season dinner and that. You can see that yeah. he's young, but he's um, he's definitely a player in him. Um, yeah, and it seems to be working well at the moment. And if we can get him, to, mm. I mean, you, th- I mean. The thing what I took into last night's game was what everyone was moaning about in the afternoon. So, you know, there was no Fleming, there was no Danny McNamara, there was no um, Vlog Sammer who actually scored a hat trick yesterday. I think you're shitting yourself now with any with any Fuck with me. any bets. Right. No, no, we go back to Vlog Sammer, mate. Three goals, mate. Fuck me. He's even got a line tattoo to rub it in as well, isn't he? Like it's almost like giving himself like, a stamp of approval, like he's here to stay, like he's committed. I'm sure it'll be on his grave gravestone now. But I don't think he's. But... Yeah, I, I don't. Hey? I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. This, <laughs> no, this, I think so. For the moment, mate. No, I think he's. I, I think he's going to be all right. But I mean, you've got Vogslammer scoring hat tricks and goal every every friendly he's played in so far, haven't you? I think, and he played. Yeah. He played in behind closed door, scored, didn't he? And then yes, he scored yeah. against the other closed doors. So he scored four goals in in two or three. And then you've got Bradshaw who scored as well. You've also got um you've still Fleming got Fleming with Wurling. So so last night you think mm. we didn't have Fleming, we didn't have Bradshaw, we didn't have mm. Vog Slammer, we didn't have Danny Mack, we didn't have, you know, quite a few of the um the Irish lad, we didn't have yeah. them in the main team, yet yeah. the main team sort of dealt with uh, Sutton. I mean, Sutton, mate, I don't know what they put in the water up there, but they were all big lads, weren't they? Do you know what it is? I think, I think it's to do with um, the low-level teams. They, they seem to rely heavily on young players. And young players yeah. are built that they're fast, they're strong. You watch how they press out our players. It's a perfect workout for our boys, really, because I've watched low-league teams play, you know, in pre-season or things like that, or mid-season sometimes in, in evening games. And they are fucking quick. Like they're quick, they're lightning. What they lack in technical ability and touch sometimes. They're very, very fast. Their pace, they, they, yeah. they're committed, they, they tackle hard yeah. and they press hard. And I noticed that yesterday, in the first sort of 10, 15 minutes, we were a little bit slower than they were. And we had to adjust to it. I think we spoke off air, didn't we, Mickey, about 
Murray Wallace being a little bit slow to react to clear balls sometimes because he was just getting pressed so quickly. Um, and that was just a perfect workout for us. You know, every player, apart from Nisbet, got 90 minutes under the belt yesterday as well, which is good. And I'm pretty sure the same happened in the earlier kickoff against Brentford with the likes of Bradshaw, yeah. Fleming, Bob yeah. Sammer as well. Um, Nisbet went off with a slight, is it a slight groin injury on 75th minute? Quad. And Tom and well, he's quad. His quads quad. were a bit tight, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Tom Lee, as long as it's... What do you think of the young, youngster, Tom Leahy, when he come on? He was so name? bad. Yeah, yeah, I he think he's Tom Leahy. Yeah. yeah, he looked quite he low. I'll tell you another player who's, who's a big lump. You don't realise how yeah. big he was, how big he is, but Alex Mitchell's a big lump. He, he looks like unit, an old-fashioned defender, doesn't he? He's a, he's he looks like an old-fashioned, do you know what I mean? Like a, an yeah. 80s... A 1980s defender, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's only, he's only 21 years so, of age, um, isn't he? So he's a young, yeah, young, but he, he, young lad. he did. And to be fair, like, I, I, I was watching his game yesterday and I was analysing his performance. And I don't think he put a foot wrong, to be fair. I mean, he was disciplined. His position sense was good. I don't recall him sort of like... Very vocal. Yeah, I don't recall, recall no, him I mean, well, the, the, the first half, I was the right-hand side, right over yeah. the, the far side. And he was there. And he it's was amazing. screaming at people to keep the line and, you know, yeah. shouting at people yeah. who were getting out of position and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, he came into football He came into football late, didn't he? I think he came in when he was about 15 because he was a rower, yeah. which obviously yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. for he's built like a brick shithouse. But his shoulders, no, he's, he's, he's wide. Yeah. yeah he's and also, he's a big lad. Like his, his passing won't be short passing, mid-range, long, long mm. passing. I think he looked he looked really really tidy. You know, he, he looked solid. There's a couple of times when we had a couple of scares in the box from like set of piece or cause that he was there to clear the ball. Yeah, you know, he read the situation, his decision making was really good. 21 years of age, he hasn't played competitive for I think he played a league game for us um maybe a year or so ago. Uh, so in, in, a, in a league cup game. But when you look at what he's done in the loan games he played for, so he played for for, for Bromley, he's played for Leighton Norrie, he's played at St. Johnson. And I always look at players that go out on loan. I always want to see what their fans say about the player when they leave. And um, I remember when um, uh, Tyler Bury went to Hartlepool and he, and he left there, come back here, and they were all singing his praises, oh, please come back. And save with Danny McNamara when he was at St. Johnson. But I always, I always remember when he went to, uh, to Bromley, the players, the fans were really raving about Alex Mitchell, how great he was, and I hope he comes back again one day. I think even to this day, they still talk about him. You know, didn't he win young? Only one young player of the year with most clubs he's been to. Um, I, I, don't know he's played Johnson. I don't know if he's played that long enough with with um with clubs. I think he might have played like Bromley. nine or ten games for, for Bromley. I think he'd done about 20 odd for Leighton Norrie. I think he'd done about 29 or 30 for St. Johnson last season. So he might have picked up a young player award. I'm not quite sure, but um, he's played a lot of games under his belt. And um, like I said, he's young. and my, my concern for him is I think he's only got about a year left on his contract. And I really yeah, do I hope that right. gives him an opportunity to play some games this season. I think if he the ops with the back three as opposed to the back two defenders, hopefully he'll get more of his share of, of games, if you don't sign up a defender that is, and give him a little run out. I mean, you look at Cresswell. When Cresswell first played for us, he was a bit iffy at the beginning, the first few games, but you mm. give him five, six, seven games. Suddenly they come to their own, they find their feet, they get a bit of composure, a bit of confidence. And I think what Alex Mitchell needs is a good run of games. At least, you know, four, five, six games, put him in the team. You know, he ain't going to let you down and, and see what happens. We might have a little gem there on our side. And hopefully on the back of that, he might get a long contract. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think there is something about him. Uh, but he is a good yeah. old-fashioned sort of defence, isn't he? Rather than, yeah. you know, modern day where it's all flash and tricks. He's, he's sort of... You know, you could sense that he will go through you. And, yeah. you know, there are, there are saying, Mickey, is he a Millwall type player? I know he spoke about some over the years. Yeah, and, no, and, I agree yeah. with you. I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Probably yeah. he is a Millwall. Uh, you see a, the fans warming to him. You know, for you? Omar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, also, I think it was just, you, you can see what, I think what last year caught Gary out with the back five and he didn't have players what could mm. play in that position. So obviously yeah. went to the back four to make sure that the players could play. But I think this year he's managed to get a lot of the players playing in the positions what he wants so he can change it up. Mm. We were speaking about this the other on the, the last show, the show before, where I think this year you're going to see a lot more 
positional changing. formation changes yeah. um, to just basically keep it with. But I'm telling you, yeah. if Vog Sammer comes on form, Bradshaw comes on form, you know, yeah. if if Fleming if Fleming isn't off and he comes on form and scores 15, 20 goals, and Vog Sammer scores bro. 10, 15, and if, if he can score 10, 15 goals, Nisbet yeah. can score. I, I said I said the other day on the show, and people like taking the piss. I think that mm. guy's got twenty five goals in him this season. He just if you look at him and Bradshaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. If you look at him and yeah. Bradshaw, I would say that Bradshaw has got a missing him. You know, in front of the box, he yeah. curve it, he yeah, yeah. scuff it. He's got a missing him. Mm. I just don't know yeah. if Nisbet has. I think Nisbet will watching, just he, he will watching Nisbet yesterday. I think he's a very similar player to Bradshaw, but I'll say he's a better player than Bradshaw. He's, he's an improvement on Bradshaw. Yeah, I would too. But he doesn't offer us anything yeah, definitely. different to what Bradshaw does. So he's not he's not somebody who's really no. paces or get behind the defenders or win win headers. Yeah, anyone hasn't seen him yet, and I'm sure you will see him, you know, guys, during the course of the season. He's a very similar player to Bradshaw, but I'd say he's got a bit more quality about him. And like you say, Mickey, I think where Bradshaw, unfortunately, might have a miss or two in him, you can see Nisbet being a little bit more clinical. I mean, his free kick yesterday, we were right behind the goal right. when, he, when he took it. And he kind of pushed Sav off the ball, didn't he? He got the ball, he was like, that's my ball, I'll take that free kick. And he way slotted that into, into the, uh, the, the the left-hand side, of the, of the keeper's left-hand side, into that bottom corner. He did it with, with real sort of like class, weren't it? And just buried it, you know? Yeah. And his penalty I mean, went back, you know, was it? Lover. No, the penalty was solid. His penalty before that was solid. I mean, two and two yeah. for penalties is is not bad going for you know a new player mm. into our league. I just I think he's exciting to. I can't wait for for Borough, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I done a I done a, an interview sort of thing with um with Summit News um today, and he said to me, he said, you know, where do you think Mill was going to finish? And I said, I honestly think we'd be in the playoffs. Um, I think you know, I think we'd be there or thereabouts. I think, I don't know, it just looks, uh, because of a few different things, I think that the players we're looking at, we're bringing in, seem to have Joe, I mean, Joe Bryan, 4-3, yes, he's an older fella, but that fella's got a lot of fucking, a lot of knowledge, a lot of understanding of the championship. And Mm. if you watched his BBC interview today with with, um, uh, Nick Godwin, he basically, he was speaking to him and he said, you know, he said, "With Millwall, there's no, there's no glitter, there's no glitz. It's, it is what it is." Yeah. He said, "You know what you're getting." He said, "It is what it is," and that's pretty much what I wanted. I just that was one yeah. of the main draws to Millwall. You know, you know what you're getting, and it's just about the football. And yeah. he was saying, you know, that they want to push on this season. I mean, you know, they want to look to to grab it. And I think that with with what happened with John recently and it's about, you know, certain players probably ain't going to be here next season or maybe the season after. So they've only mm. really got one real chance at, at, at going for it with this current setup. And I just mm. think that ev- everything together, I think there's a possibility. Um, yeah. I think we go back to Joe Bryan. Go back to Joe Bryan. I think he looked really good. You can see again, a little bit of, little bit of quality that he gives us. Uh, an, an improvement on Malone uh, and Murray Wallace on that left-hand side. I mean, he hasn't, got, he hasn't got blistering pace, but he's got enough pace about him to kind of beat a man. He's got a lovely left foot on him. I mean, the, the balls he was delivering and, and, and his awareness, not just for just whacking balls in, but sort of picking players out, you know, and the composure he had. And he, and he likes to tackle as well. A couple of times you sort of see him going in for yeah, a, yeah. some 50-50s, which I think the fans would like to see, you know. Um but no, I'm very, 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 very happy with him. And yeah, you got to, you got to think these players are not 100 fit at the moment, are they? They're they're doing these friendlies to get fit. So if you imagine they're what 75 percent fit at the moment, eight percent full fit, mm. then for what I saw yesterday against a young, you know, team that are up for it in Sutton, who are very, very quick on the press, I thought we dealt with them quite well. We come away with a clean sheet and, and scored three goals. So can't really ask for much more than that, can you? Really. No, I think you're right. I think, um, I mean, even Leonard yesterday looked looked quite dangerous. I thought he was going to knock the ball boy out at one point when the ball boy had hold of the ball and he wouldn't give it back to him because I was right in front of him. And he's going to the ball boy. He's going, just give me the ball, fella. And the kid's going, no, you're not allowed this one. You have to take that one. And he's going, mate, it's in your hand. I'm here. Just give me the ball. 
There's no, no, yeah. no, I can't. And then literally the ball boy was like tucking it up, you know, like turning away from him, going, no, you've got to have that one. So, you know, yeah. literally he walked up, take the ball off this little stand. And then yeah. the ball boy is standing like two foot away from him. As soon as he's thrown the ball, the ball boy then puts the ball back on the stand. And you're like, mate, why didn't you just fucking give him the ball in the first place? You know, it's yeah. a bit jobs worthy. You know, it's a bit yeah, sort of like I think COVID, he's, he's but... a young, young kid, isn't he? He's probably been told what to do. He just wants, wants to do what he's been told, yeah. I guess. You know, but yeah, yeah I, get you. I know where you're coming from. It's yeah. one of those, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It, it is one of those. But yeah. other than that, I was I was quite impressed with yesterday. I thought it was over. Um, mm. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, I think also it was, very very it quickly, was, Mickey as well. The game gets an interesting game. Mickey, the game against Brentford, just so you know, we played the 4 2 3 1 formation. And then the game against Sutton, yeah. we played what was like a 5 sort of 2 3 formation with SA, Watmore, and Nisbet up front. So, again, I, I like the fact that Rowett's played, you know, a lot of players in the earlier kickoff for 90 minutes in that formation. He's then gone for the three at the back formation in the afternoon, uh, the evening with us, sorry. So again, it just it shows quite clearly he's not settled on one formation. He's happy to experiment. He's happy to mix it up and change it around. So I think this season we're going to see a lot of tinkering in formations and changes and things like that, you know. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get too yeah. complicated for the players and they can focus on the, the job in hand. But um, we've seen it in, in towards the end of last season where there was a need to sort of change things up. We get a little bit stagnated, weren't we, playing four at the back? And it went to three at back against Blackpool away, I think it was. And it made a, a huge difference, yeah. didn't it, for us, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think it was, um, I thought it was a, a, a good tryout. Um, mm. It weren't as good as Bayern, it weren't as good as Bayern Munich winning 27-0, but it was, um, <laughs> it was a good game. Nah. And it wasn't, and it, and it wasn't as bad a game as the last time we played, which, to be fair, looking at it now, I think it was pretty much the first time a Millwall 11 or a Millwall first team has played mm. Sutton. Because the last time we played them in 65, when they beat us 9-1, it was a reserve wow. team. It was a, Millwall, it was a Millwall reserve team. Um, Is that long ago? Yeah. But they've only we been five, in the... 5-1 um, up. We were 5 one down by half-time last time we played them. I mean, also a shout out to their their stewards. I thought they're a nice nice bunch. Everyone there was very very welcoming to us. I thought, you know, um, yeah. at the end we, we we all kind of walked on, had a chat and a laugh with a few of them. They all wish us the best for the season. You know, good luck. Um, and it was it was nice. It was it was a, it was a nice evening out, wasn't it? I thought, you know, it was good to get back into an old school. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Again. Yeah, yeah. I think the the people who did. I think the next time they could do it, more people on the bar area so that actually they could serve yeah. people. They were pouring pints. They were pouring pints like they're going out of fashion, but they, they had one card machine and the person taking the one cash person was also serving one person bottles of cider. So. Yeah, they probably didn't, yeah, and was, they didn't anticipate yeah. how much we all fans drink. That's probably what it is. Yeah, the people on the food thought the same. They, they pretty much sold out and they didn't expect to sell out, but they sold out, so they were happy. So, yeah, yeah they've made a few quid and all that. So, yeah. Well, I think we've yeah. talked about, we've talked enough about yeah. what you call it. Um, the signing then, coming in, Richard yes. Cowley came out with what, as we know, basically, Richard mm. Richard Cowley and the club are, are very close. He's known people within the club for a long time. If Richard Cowley says it, Chances are it's, it's there's some truth in it. Not gonna say, not gonna say it's a done deal, but I would no. pretty much say that there's something in it. Richard, don't post unless he's probably shall we shall we be unpoli uh, we'll be a bit PC unless he's been told to post it. It's okay to post as such. I think he only yeah. posts once he's there's, obviously had the green there, light, there's something yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So mm. I believe there's something in it. Um those of you until those of you on Twitter and that today, um, speaking to sources we know, there wasn't anyone at the ground today. That player wasn't at the ground today. Um, not saying there wasn't a meeting taking place, um, but there, there wasn't at the ground. Um, but you know, we, we'll see where we go from there. But there's a couple of videos flying around at the moment. Um, but he looks he looks tasty. He looks as as if he'd be quite a good player for us. Different. So, Casper de, de Noor, um sounds like a bit of a, a porn Cas star, doesn't he? A porn star name. For any, any kids listening, yeah, be, uh, a, porn, be cool. a porn star is someone who's very, very good at loaning money. 
So you can ask you can ask your mum and dad about about that. Um, but he's twenty six years of age. Look in your dad's sock drawer, and you might find a DVD will explain <laughs> it for don't you. Don't right? do that. <laughs> You're not going to, to, to your parents' sock drawer. Trust me. I tried that oh, when I was eleven years old, and, I, and I've been scarred oh, for life ever since. So, um, listen, yeah. listen, 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 Joe, 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 me and you are the same age, right? Okay. Allegedly, um, allegedly. No, we are the same. Well, I think when's your birthday? August. Uh, 1997. 95. Oh, 75. 75. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what month? August. What month? Oh, so you're so you're older than me. I'm September. So you're 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 in a year. You're in- Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A year above me then, and I was in a year below you, so yeah. I've had 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 an easier paper round than you then, Mickey, I think. Yeah, 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 probably. But yeah, hello, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. But when I was a, when I was a kid, and it's something what's, it's one of those things what's always, always, always sort of stayed with you. When you were kids, <laughs> and you went into woods, you would always yeah. find porno mags. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But why? <laughs> In in, in in the chat, as if there's any youngsters listening in this generation, do you find porno mags in the woods anymore? I don't know whether that's a right thing to ask. But I mean, there's still a, there's still a, there's, yeah. there's still around because my news agents up the road's got like a big shelf, like two shelves, massive. And I said to him yeah. the other month, I said like. I said, is there still a need for these? And he went, we sell loads of them. Do you know what it is? Really? I think back in our our day, porn wasn't just out there, was it, for us? You know, we had to laugh. We had to to kind of like buy it, hide, you know, magazines or, you know, massive great big VHS videos. Whereas these days, it's all free online to watch on various platforms. Not that I I go on any of those, but there are a few out there, allegedly. Um, But back in our days, you had to have the, the hardware, didn't you? They literally got to have it there. You yeah, the it was either thing, right? it was either the VHS, the the <laughs> laser discs, or yeah. you know the dodge. You know, if you wanted to see one, you you'll get it on a DVD and it'd be shared yeah. around. You know, twenty mates or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, if you wanted a mag, it was you know either someone's brother would go buy you one, or you'd sort of yeah. nick one when you'd done the paper round. So you'd exactly. sort of get you one you work out, you know, Who's got the video? Oh, Billy had it last. He, he hasn't, you know, you're passing it around to your friends. But it was hard in those days. You don't get that anymore now. Now it's all, no, it's all you, online, no, you, isn't it? You see, that's the problem, isn't it? Back in the day, like our day, you had to you had to fight for what you wanted. Do you know what I mean? You had to you had to you had to graph for it. Now you just switch on your phone, type in the magic word, and, and you'll find it wherever you want it. But back then we didn't have then we you had to you had to beg still or borrow just to see a pair of naked boobies. Or, or oh, even, right. or even lower regions. Yeah. Is that um, anticipation? You, know. you saw opening the, the newspapers, didn't you? Like the, the Star or the mm. Sun. Is that anticipation? That, that first page. Take deep breath. What have we got? You know. And anyway, we're going off topic yeah. a little bit. Here, we used to sit. <laughs> Just one thing before. Just, nothing worse yeah. was it than sitting sitting with your parents and a program comes on and it was a, a bit risque and you're sort of looking at them. Yeah. Going, oh. I always remember so, years well, ago. Yeah. But anyway, let's go four, back. To- Go on, go Channel on. 4 did something once Lesbian where they put something on TV where it was like banned stuff that weren't supposed to be on TV and Channel 4 did it once. It was the nearest thing to soft porn back in those days. I remember at the time thinking... Emmanuel. Yeah, all that stuff was on there as well, wasn't it? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Listen, we might have to save this over a beer uh, next time, because I think the audience here listening are probably going to get fed up listening to our yeah. um, us rambling about. That's that's the yeah. yeah, we'll have to do we'll have to do a show talking yeah, about things from. We'll have to do a show about the the childhood and things we did in our childhood. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, 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 but let's yeah. go back. Belgium, yeah, so Belgium Denor, player. Sorry. So he's not a porn star. I think he's going to um, be. I think he's going to be called Casper the Ghost, mate. I think so. He's 26 years of age. Uh, plays in the Belgian Pro League for OH Leuven. Um, yeah. He plays as a defensive midfielder, or they can play as a right back. So I presume he can play anywhere across the the back defence as well. He's played eight times for Belgium and 21s whilst he was playing for uh, Genk. I think it's called pronounced Genk, B-E-N-K. Now, Genk are like the, the kind of Man City of the Belgian league. They win it you know, most years. They're, they're, always, um, they're always in the Champions League, stuff like that. And he actually played three times in the Champions League uh, when he was a youngster for, for Genk. Played against Liverpool in one of the um, open sort of quite group group stages. Um, but like you say, yeah, you know, Richard Cowley as uh Cowley has, has, has mentioned it and, and, and said it, so there's got to be some some truth in that. Um, I'm hoping that maybe in the next sort of day or two we'll, we'll hear a bit more about that. And um, yeah, it looks like a decent signing. And again, there's the quality we're looking at, we're looking at players that can strengthen our squads, improve our squads, and uh, hopefully he's somebody who can do that for us. Yeah, definitely. And as much as this show is the Danny McNamara Appreciation Club. Um, I yeah. I think it'll be good to give Danny some competition. Yeah, I think it'll make him a better player. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think it'll make him a, a better player and and vice mm. versa. I mean, there are some other ones. Isn't um, it was the Dutch player we were talking on the group about earlier. Not it wasn't um Van der Van der Donk, was it? it was Van Hoijen? No, no. It was a, there was a Dutch player. I can't think who it was now. Who's basically asked. Put in a transfer request, didn't he? What we've been looking at, oh, I can't okay. think of the player now, but yeah, we yeah, there was some bits and pieces yeah. in there. No, but going back to old Casper the Ghost, I think there's a lot of championship clubs that are looking at him at the moment, so um, it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of clubs looking at him. Uh, I think I don't Lazio, know, I mean, if you last year, so. fucking Lazio mm. seem to keep coming up on, on players. I mean, the Dutch, where are we? The um, the French. The French media guy, let me just find his um, mm. tweet, prepared as always here. Yeah. Um, where are we? It's, <laughs> oh, there we go. I've got it. I've got it. No, that's Richard. We will find him in a minute. Uh, there it is. Mm. He says, let's get his, I need his tweet so I can translate the fucking thing because it's all in French. Uh, <laughs> right. It is no. Hang on, I've got to look at it now. Um, basically, what does he say? Frenchman. Uh, OHL, OHL. Well, I'm trying now. Finalise yeah. final details of the transfer of Casper Dinor uh, to Millwall. Uh, he is the Belgians left the summer camp with Leven and is already in London. If he satisfies his medical examination schedule for tomorrow. The central midfielder will sign a three-year contract plus an optional year wow. in stride uh, with the club of championship Millwall. Uh, more details to follow. Um, so, yeah, okay. that's that's what's being reported by the French Journal, which we posted on yeah. our Twitter if you want to have a look at it. Um, we're not making it up. So if there's any Burnley podcasts out there, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think he looked at the stuff. Yeah, when you talk about medical stuff, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it sounds like it's almost a done deal, but we're, we're very, very close to it, aren't we, at the moment, if there's any truth in that. so I think it's pretty, to be honest, I think it's pretty safe because if that, mm. that guy from the media has come out of it, Richard's come out and said that we're looking. We wouldn't be telling yeah. people we're looking at a player yeah. unless it was pretty solid because yeah. there's no way that you're going to open yourself up for it. So, you know, for no. someone else to come in and... and um, yeah. And jump it. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, home tickets. Let's let's go on the tickets, shall we? Should we? We yeah. we um we're um we're going to there. Let me. Right, give us two seconds. I'm a big football fan. Big. <laughs> so, that's how I've got loads of them. Um, <laughs> I try to warn you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Um, home game, season yeah. ticket, ticket regular. You sit in your seat. There, there, yeah. 
you know, um, I think a lot of the whole of the stadium now is is basically reserved seating as such. But you sit where you you sit. So basically, your season ticket, you'll always stay in the seat, and you know all the tourists and whatnot should stick to their seats as such. Mm. Or you just sit, you know, where where else? Most people just sit wherever they want. I don't think I've ever sat apart from obviously in Carbolo Lane, where because a lot of season tickets, so you sit where where the spaces are where you know. But other than that, you, home games, you sit there. Um, mm. But the thing what's what seems to be coming out um, across social media over the last 24 hours, and I've got another video to before we come into it, which is um, we seem to be getting a lot of people who seem to be, and rightly so, complaining that's about That's my it. seat, Peter. That's my seat. That's my seat. Oh, no, 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 no. I just need to sit in the middle. That's my seat. Sure. Yeah. I think that's... I see. <laughs> it's quite away, entertaining though. If there's a dull game, you've got people arguing about seats. It is quite quite entertaining to watch, I find. But yeah, go back is. to your point then. If you go away, I mean, yeah. Go away. I'm saying, yeah, go back to your point. I think you there's a bit anyway. of a delay there, isn't there? When we when we're talking. Sorry, mate. Um, you're right. When you when you're at home, I think there's that kind of you know rule where it's your seat, you know, if you're a seat ticket holder, some people love their seat, they love where they sit, I know I do, and if they were sitting in my seat, I'll definitely ask them to move um, for home games. But there's an unwritten rule: when you go away, you you sit wherever you want to sit. You know that's usually how it is. One thing I would say to the argument to that um, for, for yesterday is that it's a small ground. The seating section very, very, very small. You've probably got four to five hundred seats there, if that. And um, if you're a bit of an old codger like, like me and you, Mickey. You know, sometimes standing up or, or, or game, although that's what we, we should no, do no, sort of no. 10, 10, 20 years ago. Don't, that's don't, quite enjoyable. No, 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 don't put me into that camp. I, I <laughs> prefer to stand. You said, you said, you said reason, at half time, no, thank no, fuck no, I've no. got a seat. I couldn't do a second half of that. My knees would be No, I, I, no, I didn't in. say that at that's all. all I said, no, I didn't. I you said, said your varicose veins are popping out and you're really struggling. No, no, no. What I said was I couldn't do with the fucking. No, I didn't. I said what I couldn't do with was the fucking strings, all did, the strings around say, me. You did no, say didn't. No, 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 I didn't. I said you did it was all say, the strings. Tell me, no, tell I didn't. the truth. No, no, you I'm said the truth. you like the seat. You said, you know, no. I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down, you said. No, no, no. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Listen, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said there were too many strings where I was. So I come and stood next to you and, and we could talk yeah. about the game as it was playing on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Realistically, we could have probably recorded us there and, and, and put that out as a show today instead. But listen, yeah, I, yeah. I, it was nice to sit down. The seats were, were more comfier than what they are at Millwall, I think probably yeah. because they're not 30 years old. But yeah. um, it was nice to sit down. But listen, mm. away games, don't give a mm. fuck what posh seats, fucking normal seats, whatever it is, yeah. you go wherever you want. If you want to sit down, you sit yeah. down. If you want to stand up, you stand up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to sit at the front, get there early. If you want to sit yeah. in the back, you get there later. I think, but, I think there, were, there were a lot of fans as well, Mickey, who bought standing tickets that somehow got into, well, quite easily, just walked into the seat, you know, and just, just took a seat. So what you've got, you've got people that paid more money for the seats and couldn't get a seat and had to go and stand instead. So I get that as well but like i say it's a small ground it's a small section i'd guarantee it any other away ground this season that would not be an issue and it's only an issue because it's a small ground it's a very small section you know and end off really isn't it but to your point mickey absolutely agree you go away from home you sit wherever you want to sit you know if you if you see anything throughout the season of people going oh you're sitting or, or someone comes up and says you're sitting in my seat just take a video and we'll post it across socials for you um, well, maybe it'll shame. Be quite common yeah it'll be quite comical when it listen <laughs> if you're millwall and listen, the yeah. newer set of Millwall fans, okay, the shirt wearing, scarf type, blah blah blah. We sit wherever the fuck we want. So don't don't be you go away. Don't be going up to people going, oh sorry, I'm I'm in seat A four. You're in my seat because if you come up to me and go, oh, you're sitting in my seat, it'll be there's fucking one over there, mate. Go sit over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> unless um, you're a tourist, unless you, unless you you're, you're you're German or Dutch or you, you don't know any better, then then that's pretty forgivable. But yeah, no, I don't think it is. I think it's just fucking sit wherever the fuck you want. I think it's just a piss take to, to ask someone <laughs> to say, 
excuse me, you're in my seat. It's not a fucking pop concert, do you know what I mean? It's a football <laughs> Um And you sit wherever you want to sit, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. And, it, and it's just, it's one of those, mate. It is one of those. But hey-ho. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got a couple then, of questions, so Go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry. No, go on. What did you want to say? I'm just saying, it's what you were saying about, about the questions at the end. You put um, a tweet out early, didn't you? And a few people responded to it. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna try it out, especially when we start on the on the proper season. So basically, mm. um, we're we're before we record a show, we let you know that we're recording one when we're recording it, and then um, and then if you've got any questions, put them on, and then mm. at the end of the show, before we we done everything else, and at the end of the show, we will read your questions out and uh, and we go from there. So yeah, uh, tricky Ricky um, is a sponsor with Husky Sorted. And are the rumours um, true? Uh, they owed the club um, money. Um, through speaking to a source within um, the club set up and stuff, uh, it's just, you know, we've had a long-term relationship with Husky and are pleased they are our shirt sponsor. So I would suggest that um, it seems as if things have been sorted and, and they're a sponsor, you know, um, I'm happy that, you know, there ain't no grief in Husky Art sponsor because when mm. I do the Remembrance Day last year, um, they gave um, a good few spaces um, for veterans. What I, in, what I invited um, to the box, uh, to their box for watching the Remembrance game and, uh, and hopefully uh, mm. they will do the same for that this year. So, you know, I'm glad that it's all sorted um, yeah. and, and it sort of, it, it puts a tick. Um, I think that's probably they're, 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 on, they're on our shirts this season, so you know, I'm yeah. sure there was any any problems, any sort of discrepancies, or any issues, they wouldn't be printing them on our shirts this season. So I'm sure it's all all uh, in order. Um, no one needs to worry. Yeah. I think the club got all in hand, and um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, again, I was you know uh, that the, they didn't have a sponsor before, and then obviously now welcome aboard to. Um, Wiggit, Wiggits, um, yeah, yeah. Um, now training and Reece, back of the shirt. Yeah, they, yeah, they do back of space and training. What do you make of the, of the sponsor being high up on the uh, the shirt again? It seems a bit ridiculous. I hated it last last season with um, amazing. Sort you of see, the thing there. is, right? This is the, right. If you if you look at it as a fan point of view, yeah. it's a fucking horrible position on a shirt. Right, yeah. it's horrible. But if you look at it. As in a bit of marketing, For it's superb because Absolutely. we're talking about we get sponsoring on the back of the shirt. Everyone's going to be taking pictures of the back of the shirt to moan about it. So their yeah. company, same as Mason's was, their company yeah. logo is going to be put everywhere. And I believe yeah. that it's put where it is so that it catches the TV cameras and it must be and everything it's else. Not... So it's yeah. low enough if they're huddled over, you can still yeah. see it. The reason why, but on a oh, historically, thing. they used to be near the bum part of the shirt, didn't yeah, they? yeah, the bottom. yeah. And then you love the, the normal name as you would do across the um, the top of it. But you know what? I've, I think even a couple of the players I spoke to in the past said they don't yeah. like it there either. That naming names are one or two of them, but they, they said they think it's disgusting and you know they like just having their name on there, they hate all that top the top of the sponsor stuff. So, and there's not many yeah. clubs that do it, there are a few, but not a lot of them do it. So I'm surprised why we do it. But again, I think that's listen, me. I think you have to take your hat off to a degree and say, listen, right, it could be worse. We could have a a, a betting or you know, some other form um of sponsor on there. We've yeah. got a Millwall fan race who's got you know a company, um, and that's great, you know, great to have a, a Millwall fan sponsoring. Um, yeah. But yeah, while, while I've got it on my thing now, um, we had another message. This isn't a question. This is just someone who wanted to give um, give Millwall a bit of credit. Uh, Steve mm. Stephen Shaw uh, on okay. Twitter said to us, uh, "Not popular, but I would like to give a bit of credit to Millwall and ticket prices. Two adults, three kids for Stoke home game, sixty one quid with one adult member discount in family blocks." It was more than that when I went to the den uh, when it opened thirty years ago. And, and to be honest with you, in current in the current times, sixty one yeah. kit sixty one quid for five people, two adults, five. three kids. That's yeah. not bad at all, is it? No, that's that quite a good good. value for money. To be fair, 
especially when you look at what other clubs in the championship are charging around for ticket prices. I mean, we we, t- we touched on this on previous shows, I'm sure, but it is, it is ridiculous what they what they try and get away with. And uh, it's nice um, for Stephen, Stephen Shaw to mention that and, you know, credit to, to, to the club and to Millwall that we do have the, uh, the fans' best interests at, at heart, so especially when it comes to, um, to ticket prices. No, that's it. And I mean, the other shout will come out this week, which we, we've done with it, so we give this one a shout as well, um, yeah. is Explore Marketing. Um, Joe, um, from there, basically, um, put out an announcement, obviously, it made me die of the photo, which we're going to in a minute, but he said, you know, um, proud to announce that Explore Marketing is now the official printing partner of Millwall. Um, support a sponsor and now official printing provider. I couldn't be prouder. I'd like to thank the team for delivering our values to make this happen, which is great. But it's a fantastic picture of the his company logo on the board. Hmm. But they could have fucking repaired the screen before taking the picture. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know, get the, you know, see the picture. You don't see that. I'll post the picture again in a, on our Twitter. And, yeah. um, and look, listen, right? Just give it a retweet. It means nothing to you, but he's put all he's put money into the club, and just yeah. by giving it a retweet and helping yeah. getting his image across social media and stuff gives him a nod, and it just you know it, mm. it, it means nothing to us, but it sort of gives him a um, gives him a little benefit. So you know some of the sponsors where you see stuff, give mm. him a retweet, keep in touch with him because yeah, that's part of the Mill family as well. I think you got. Well, they're putting money. Home. They're putting money into the club, isn't they? So you know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's a little thing we can just give back. I means you know probably I'm ain't really going to give him any benefit but yeah mm. it is um it is what it is i suppose so yeah um yeah. i think i think to be fair that's it there are a couple of bits from us we are this season uh if you want to carry on the conversation um what we have on the pods then um we have a like a community um channel with such on twitter it's just all it is is exactly the same as twitter apart from you will see everything was posted on there. So rather than it being diluted with millions and millions of other people on Twitter, it will just sort of be the Millwall fans who want to get involved in debate or, you know, potentially want to be involved in, in conversation and, and led. So when we do spaces, we continue the conversation. When we leave the space on the community group and the shows and everything else, we can continue that on the community group. There's a few different moderators on there. There'll be people on questions stuff like that will be all posted on there so again if you want to get involved uh Stephen reposted something earlier i retweeted it um we'll stick it um we'll stick it up as a pin tweet later on tonight just click it it's it's free it's not going to cost you nothing but it's just a way to be able to continue the conversation um when when you're not there so you know when without losing everything within because twitter i think now is just getting a bit diluted in it there seems to be so many different things, promoted shit and all this sort of shit. And it just gives us a another avenue to be able to speak to Mill fans directly. So um yeah, yeah it's uh, it's all good. Um also if you want to get on who are you, get in touch with Stephen. Um and if you're a Mill business who potentially doesn't want to sponsor Millwall or can't afford to sponsor Millwall, but you wanna you want to sponsor something, um we are looking for sponsors for the new season. Um just to you know, help us make the show better, get some better equipment, be able to do different things, and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So if you do want to do, we are reasonable can can um, compared to other podcasts out there, um, and you'll get brand benefits from us. So yeah, if you if you are interested, seriously interested, get in touch. We can have a conversation. Um, and and, and Mickey will take out for dinner as well. A candlelit yeah. dinner, won't you, Mickey? Yeah, of course I will. We chose credit card. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anything you want to say, Joe? No, no, just just so good. I, I couldn't make the uh, the Gillingham game, so it's just so nice to be back watching Millwall play um, last night. I'm looking forward to next week on uh, Tuesday for the uh, the Charlton game again. That should be uh, a good a good uh, good match. And um, yeah, we have you to know, win that. You know, I, 10, I hope so. Ten thousand days. Yeah, is it roughly about ten thousand no. days? Is it? July the 25th is, is 10,000 really? days. Wow, there you go. So Someone's going to prove me wrong now, but as far as I'm led to believe, it's 10,000 days since the last yeah. time they beat us, which okay. is going to well, jinx it now, isn't it? Let's hope we can uh, get it over, get it over the line and uh, at least not, not lose that game. I mean, I'm if we choosing. do lose, 
friendly Tuesday don't count, night. They? So, no. um, and, and Tuesday yeah. night, I'm going to get dog shit abuse on the Twitter if they do for jinxing it. But no, that's it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, well, he's been Joe. He's been Joe Zampa. I've been um, Mickey. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, one other thing before we go. Welcome to um, Kiro, who's the new um, Suffolk News reporter. Um, yes. So far, he's putting out some good stuff. He is going to mm. come on the show soon um, and just tell us a bit more about him. And hopefully he comes on um, regular and just gives us some insights and, and everything else. Uh, make sure you give him a follow. Uh, you'll find him is fairly easy. He's running news at Den, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much us done for another episode. This will be out Thursday morning and Thursday evening on YouTube if you want to watch us and just see which one of us is um, – which one of us looks the age. We're both exactly the same. We're both 47 years old, but who looks the older one? Uh, get involved in the comments. Get involved on socials. Who 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 looks the older one? And uh, I think that would be it. So, uh, yeah, that's it. We were so busy talking shit about bringing the message to the people, we never stopped to bother whether the people gave a shit about the message we were bringing to them. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.